in our line of work. Yeah. In my line of work, and yeah. sometimes your line. Of work. <laughs> uh, we travel a lot, and it's not easy actually being away from home when you're filming in different city or for a few months at a time. And I like my family to feel as comfortable as possible. So what do I do? I go on Airbnb. And I look up all of the houses in the areas that I am going to be filming. And mm-hmm. I see if I can find the absolute best house for my family That's when I'm right. working. Actually, I worked in Albuquerque. I have a house in Albuquerque. And I rent it as an Airbnb. You sure do. So there you go. So think about it. Your home sits empty while you're away. Why not have your empty space earn some extra income? Hosting is a lot easier than you might think. You don't need an Airbnb, a whole house. You could just You could just host your spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. (laughs) Sibling rivalry. That's good. So this was a fun episode. We did it in the beginning of quarantine and um, the whole and clan, the whole family, which we were kind of nervous about. Were they the first one that we did with four? Yeah. We had four people on. Yeah. They Logan, McKinley, Taylor and Chase. Yes. That is. The Not, I don't think in that order. But you could actually tell who is who on this one. I feel like you, you know, they're all of their voices are very distinct, but it was at the beginning of quarantine they all were back home with their parents. Yeah. So it was like. It was fun. The the brother, that poor brother. 
<laughs> Poor brother. He's like the hottest guy. He's like he's like Taylor is a male. I know. But uh, he's doing dude, just fine. The only, the only dude. I know, with all his sissies. It's the opposite of, of, of me. You, yeah. I know. So poor Kate is what you really <clears throat> wanted to say. Poor Kate. Um, Life has been rough. But Ollie, they grew up in Colorado. So that was something that we connected on. And um, and they're all super close in age. So it was like very busy. And I think, I think it was the youngest, the youngest siblings we've spoken to. I they think. are. And they're all so young they're and so they have young. so much ahead of them. Oh my and God. Even collectively, I think if you add them all up. They're like They're still younger, younger than you. Than <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, well, I'll, let me repeat it then, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean... It was really sweet. But they're I, I really, good. They're good. They're, they're great kids. They have great, uh, good, good heads on their shoulders. Especially Taylor. I mean, she's been, you know, this sort of supermodel since she was a kid, but mm-hmm. is really grounded. Yeah, she's really cool, and I, I loved, I loved them. <laughs> That's her mother in the background. <laughs> oh. Her mom with the dog. Um. So anyway, it was really fun to be able to, you know, talk to all of them and see their dynamic. So here is Taylor, Logan, McKinley, and Chase Hill. Hi, you guys. This is so fun for us because Mm -hmm. we've never done... We've always been afraid to do more than two people because it gets a little wild with the sounds, but this is the first time we've done more than two siblings. So Yeah, we made got- a jump from two to four. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, Taylor, Miss Taylor, let's start with you and then let's go around and just say your name so we can maybe get like, I don't know, used <laughs> there's, voices. there's no way. People are going to have no idea who. McKinley and I actually sound really similar. So yeah. People just ha- really listen carefully to our voices. You'll know who Chase is because he's the only boy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go. Ooh. There's three sisters, three yeah. Hill sisters. So, so why don't we go actually by yeah, age? Like- we'll start in order, say our ages okay. and go around. So that means, Logan, okay. you start. I'm Logan. I'm 25. I'm the oldest. I'm Taylor. I'm 24. I'm the second oldest. <laughs> I'm McKinley. Um, I'm 22, turning 23 soon. I almost said 23. <laughs> Not, yet. Not yet. Yeah. And then I'm Chase, and I'm 21, the baby. The baby. Oh, the baby boy. Oh, geez, you're so wow. spoiled. I can't the even favorite. imagine what your life is like. The baby boy. Let's start with that. How is that? It's good. How is it being I mean, the baby boy? Having three sisters was kind of crazy growing up. There's not much time spent like in the backyard doing like boy things. It was mostly uh, playing with some dolls, some uh, my little pet shop. But <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool to have three sisters that teach you a lot about how to treat a woman and uh, be a good man, I guess. That's great, dude. <laughs> did, did they dress you up? Um, I think they did my makeup once. I, I think I remember that once and then probably some dresses here and there when I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are all really close in age. I mean, mom and dad just went for it, right? I mean, you're all full brother sister. Yeah, oh yeah, full. yeah. Our, our parents are together for 31 years, so we're all oh. together. 
so oh my god so four kids mm. under five yeah <gasps> yeah oh my god so oh, your par- your parents were just like <laughs> silver silver fox silver fox and mom were just like all right I, we, we got a plan okay <laughs> five-year plan let's go let's just make this all happen right now yeah <laughs> tried to get a boy every time they wanted a boy each time they kept trying for the boy until they got the boy yeah <laughs> i think that's it's like really clever too because like then you guys all grow up at the same age and so you kind of all take care of yourself i would assume each other i mean yeah yeah um, yeah and then your parents could just like chill. <laughs> yeah, Logan's my second mom. I always say that. Yeah. She's she really takes care of me the most. Unwillingly. Well, she takes care of everyone. <laughs> Logan is just everyone's mom when mom's not around. Even when I'm around Logan, I digress as an adult and I'm like, Logan, can you make me breakfast? Can you do this? And she just does it. She's just the best at doing all that stuff. <laughs> Uh, Logan, that that's actually really interesting because you're the oldest of four all so close in age. So for you growing up, you must have felt like, I mean, that you were definitely felt like the oldest, right? Oh, yeah. Like I, they would all be playing mermaids in the swimming pool and I'd be sitting in my lounge chair reading like, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. Even though like Taylor was a year <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm too old for all this stuff. <laughs> So you're your Colorado family, though. Let's start there because we are as well. And um, we're a part of a crew because if you're from Colorado, then all for one, one for all. So where did you guys grow up in Colorado? Um, we grew up in a small town outside of Denver called Arvada. And then we also split time in a mountain town called Winter Park. Um, Chase was um, on the snowboard team. In Winter Park, so we did weekends, Fridays to Sunday in Winter Park. How cool! I know. Were you in a mountain setting, or were you in a more flatter part of the of the state? We had a bit of both because we split time in the mountains with with for Chase and stuff. Um, but yeah, the suburb neighborhood was flat in the flat area, but it was still very outdoorsy. We had a a park really close to our house and um, a really cool walk to a community pool in our neighborhood in the summertime. And that was really fun. And we kind of grew up like being outside. I remember never really wearing shoes, um, except for in the winter when you have to wear shoes, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Climbing trees, playing outside. We grew up snowboarding, skiing, um, mountain biking, hiking, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was it's exciting. It's so fun, isn't it? Yeah. Like Colorado does sort of breed very outdoorsy kids. Yeah. I mean, clearly. We love it. I mean, every time we go back, it's very s- serene and I just feel the most at home there. I'm always like, okay, mm-hmm. oh, time to breathe, be outside. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's like the minute that you land in Colorado and get off the airplane. Oh, there's a specific there's smell that of just, DIA. Yeah. Like the Denver airport smells melts a certain way. And I always, every time I land, I'm like, that's the smell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as weird as that sounds, it's so true. <laughs> You ha- you were saying about barefoot except in the winter, but we used to do this thing where we would do a competition of who could run to the barn and back um, barefoot, and we have a gravel road, so the 
the little rocks would like in the ice, they'd stick <laughs> to your feet. And our barn's far, you know, it's like we had to actually like really book it. You know. Really, it was a smart game. It was, it was either you get frostbite <laughs> or win. Oh, <laughs> uh, the thing you kind of did. I don't know if you, did we. I, th- I we think we did the thing where you were in the hot tub yeah. and you would roll in the snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd have to jump back in and like. Yeah, that was the challenge that we did. It was like we had a hot tub in the mountains, and you would sit in the hot tub and then jump out and roll in the snow and see who could last the longest or something like that. It was never very long, obviously, because it was negative three degrees outside. But (laughs) (laughs) So what was the dynamic like with all of the kids when you guys were little? Was it, you know, chaotic or were you guys pretty chill? (laughs) This Chaotic? I think think we were all chaotic, like running around like these little little Colorado kids. Like we used in our neighborhood, we had a pond and like this uh, path that we called the Black Path because the pavement was black. And we were all just like running around, like just hanging out at the pond and like doing random stuff, I think. Yeah. yeah we were, what about yeah. the dynamic between the four of you? You know, you had clubs, not teams. It was it was one point where we had a club that was the I Hate Logan Club. <laughs> she, she used to be so mean to us. And she would never let us have the TV remote. So we formed a club. And then I think the dynamic was like Chase, uh, Chase was Logan's favorite for a while. And it was me and Taylor against them because me and Taylor actually used to share a room together. And then we um, shared a room together for our whole lives, pretty much since five years oh, old. Yeah. So like there was definitely some sides, some shade being thrown sometimes. It was pretty chaotic. We used to fight a lot, but they were fun. Like, we can all hold our ground, you know? (laughs) Hold our ground. Oh, my God. I feel like, I feel like, you know, we're saying, like, what was your guys' dynamic like? But you guys are all in your early 20s still. I mean, Logan, you're on the edge. Uh, But, you know, you're still, you guys are still so young. Like, you still have so much more of that dynamic to 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 happen now that right. you're adults you have a much you have you have more time to you have some time to hate each other so right yeah. right now you're in, in love fest but just wait till your 30s <laughs> <laughs> who was the first one to like logan did you leave right out the bat taylor was actually the first one to leave because she started modeling at like 14 15 so she i think you went to what, a semester at our high school and then she yeah. left and then did you, Taylor, did you finish high school? Like, were you homeschooled? Yeah, so I I was, like, halfway through my freshman year of high school when I was scouted and started modeling full-time. And I dropped out of my high school and went to online school. But it was super difficult to keep a full class schedule because the way online school worked was – you had to clock an hour for each class and I was on set for eight hours plus a day. And back then they didn't have the same regulations in modeling as they do now with, you know, breaks and, you know, being a minor and stuff. So I was doing 10 hour days, 12 hour days sometimes and doing school full time. So my mom and I, we were getting very frustrated because she traveled with me everywhere and went with me everywhere that I went and was trying to help me do homework and school. And she's like, I haven't been in school for 30 years. I don't know math. I don't know how to do any of this. 
And then eventually <laughs> I just took the GED when I was about 15 so that I could test out of school and uh, focus on modeling full time. And I had a, a backup plan and some sort of high school diploma, but I didn't ever like fully properly graduate from high school. <laughs> and did your, did your, did your parents uh, have to make the decision, you know, where it's like, okay, this is obviously what you love to do. This is going to make you potentially a lot of money. This is going to be your career we're going to put school off and we're going to sort of allow you to go down this path. I mean, was there a decision that had to be made a moment? Yeah, there was for sure. I was probably, I was probably about 15, couple months after my 15th birthday, I started getting requests to walk um, shows in fashion week. And my mom was like, this is crazy. You're doing well and doing su successful shows and, you know, like Versace and, um, you know, versus by Versace. I was one of the first things I did when I was, you know, like 15, I was a little baby. And my mom's like, you're already walking for all these brands and, um, traveling all over the world. And I was shooting for H and M and doing campaigns. And my mom's like, wow, I, it's either we stop all of this and you continue going to school or you make an ultimate decision where if you do this, then this is what you're doing. And she kind of within herself was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and school is always there for you in a way that maybe a career in entertainment and fashion and modeling isn't always going to be there. So since it was happening so quickly, we were like, well, I guess we should just pursue this and be smart about education as well. So I was still obviously safe and wasn't a high school dropout. I have, you know, a diploma of some sort, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I think that's interesting because it's true. It's like you have an experience. It's like, do you take that and you, do you, do you run with it? Everybody's does have a different destiny and yeah. Look, I mean, what it, what an amazing opportunity to be a teenager and to be going around the world. Now, at the same time, like, like where were all of you guys in this? They were back um, home. They were in yeah. Colorado going to school, and it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean from my off experience, you, like, fuck Taylor. She gets to go do this, and she's on the fashion. She's walking the things, and she's in yeah, Milan. And we're we need in to discuss this. <laughs> How was that really for you guys? I mean, each person must have had a different experience with it. I mean, I got my own room. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool, bro. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, like in the early days of Taylor, like leaving, it was weird. Um, but then we started going to California a lot too when she was really modeling there when she was like 17, 18. Um, we got to go out there and spend summers out there. And then I... I also went online my freshman year of high school because I also was traveling for modeling during that time too to LA. So I got to see her a lot more than Chase did, for example. Yeah. So it was like nice to like go back and forth and see half of the family, then go and see the other half. And yeah. So mm -hmm. you started modeling and you're how much younger? Like 16 months. We're about 16 months apart. I mean, from your perspective, when you see your 15-year-old sister like walking, walking the Versace show or, you know, Versace, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know. 
I, I, I was like probably there. I, <laughs> you might have been sitting front row at a couple of the shows I walked in as a teenager, I like, I remember, to I be honest. Um, I mean, because you, you guys are really close in age, especially for the girls. Was there an, an element of wishing that like you could be leaving your school and, and having those experiences? Or were you guys pretty supportive? I think we were pretty supportive. Like, I think the, I just thought it was weird. Like, I just thought it was so strange that Taylor was doing this stuff. Like, never in a million years would I ever think that Taylor could even get an opportunity to do something like that. So I don't, I think I had, like, moments of, like, why is this happening? But it was never more, it was not really jealousy. It was just, like, confusion. It was like, this is so weird, but it's so cool. Yeah, it wasn't something that really happened in our hometown. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people, I went through all of our high school and when Taylor left, everyone was like, oh, she's going to go do what? Like, what? And everyone kind of was like, that's stupid. That's weird. And then when she, like, was walking the runways, people all of a sudden were like, oh, my God. Like, we used to be best friends. I knew Taylor. Mm-hmm. She was here and all this stuff. She was kind of like the famous, like, cloud at our high school. And I would be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I used to talk to her in, like, Spanish <laughs> no you didn't because they, also, they don't they didn't even know i went to the school because i really only went for half of my freshman year so it was just it was once i left they were like oh she went here it's like a little, little bit kind of <laughs> what was your favorite thing to do as kids like when you guys were were in colorado like what was like a traditional thing that was sort of with your family um that you did together i think that would probably be skiing and snowboarding probably be something that we always do when it's you know not summertime we usually go during the winter to go snowboarding because now we never get to when we were kids like little kids we hated it but now we're like oh let's go we gotta go go snowboarding go home gotta get the time in chase does it at every chance he gets He's yeah. crazy. I think like growing up though, we were all like taking lessons at Winter Park Resort, that um, town. And yeah, we all started snowboarding around the same time. And we, I think we all loved it. Like that was our escape from the suburbs of Colorado. And we got to all mm-hmm. just like be in the mountains together and have fun. And um, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. this the longest that you guys have been together in a long oh, yes. time? Yes. H- how is that? You know, I mean, you're so used to now sort of globetrotting, all of you, except for maybe Chase. Chase is probably just like, oh, God, thank God uh, these women are just uh, doing their own thing and I can hang out for a second. <laughs> well, wait, so you guys are, were quarantining. Explain how this happened that you guys are all quarantining together. Well, we kind of came down to Florida to my parents' condo and we were coming down to see each other for a couple days for McKinley and Chase's spring break. And I was only supposed to be here for four days and go back to New York to shoot. And my photo shoot got canceled because of the state of emergency in New York. And then two days into us being here, um, the lockdown happened and quarantine. And we were like, well, I guess we're staying until it's over. Thank God. <laughs> Mom makes dinner for us every night, which is so nice. <laughs> So now, what what is that like? Well, me and McKinley are sharing a room, so that's been interesting. I've been borrowing her clothes. She doesn't like it. But the thing is, I only, I was so proud of myself coming here. I brought one suitcase. And I was like, look at me go, one suitcase for 10 days. Who could imagine? 
in the little design. Did I know? Wow, I should have brought like all my clothes. <laughs> I was so proud of myself in that moment, and it really just screwed me over. But no, we're sharing a room. How did you decide who sleeps together? Like, who's sharing the room? I don't, I don't know who decided. <laughs> I think it's because me and McKinley have very similar sleeping habits. We like to sleep in and then we stay up till like two in the morning watching rally TV. So I think that's why we were put together and then Chase. <laughs> Are you watching Too Hot to Handle, my new favorite show? We started it. We have mm-hmm. her on episode one. Oh, yeah. We watched that the other day. Yeah. She likes Love Island. It's so, so much like Love Island. It's yeah. crazy. And I love Love Island. Like I watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. We started watching. It gets too hot to handle. It gets it's just hilarious. It gets funnier and funnier. Um, and so clearly, you've seen Love Is Blind. Okay. Yes, that was great. Great, that was great. Okay, you don't watch that kind of stuff, but we're a little more similar, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea what they're talking about. That world <laughs> is very different for me. I'm like, you do you who the Bachelor but they sing on The Bachelor. And why is there more than one Bachelor on the show? I'm so confused. Like, I just, <laughs> not my world. <laughs> so but, what do you, so do you guys share a room? No, we ha- each have our, our own rooms. Nice. Also, McKinley and I shared a room. So we don't really like to share a room anymore because we did that for about 15 years. So we're kind of over it. And then yeah. McKinley and Chase live together in New York and they're roommates. So they don't want to live together in the same room. They tried for a week and it didn't go so well. (laughs) Chase doesn't want to live with me. I'm in the room with Chase. I think there's two beds in there. I think the reason no one wants to room with Chase is because he tends to scream in his sleep and like chalk gibberish. And Chase is a sleep talker. And occasionally Chase is a sleepwalker. He was, we were in the same room like uh, two weeks ago and he literally jumped out of his bed in the middle of the night, 4 a.m., screaming, jumped onto my bed, ricocheted off my bed, and hit the floor. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, I had, like, a really gnarly dream that this, like, mouse was coming after me and, like, jumped on my back. And then I woke up and, like, catapulted myself onto McKinley's bed and, like, bounced off and hit the floor. And she was, like, and I was, like, screaming. And she was, like, chase, chase. I'm, like... I'm good. I'm good. Just a bad dream. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's wow. why Chase has a real. That's why no one sleeps with Chase. I guess wow. like I, because I'm asleep, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I guess I talk and like I sleepwalk sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy. That's that's one of those things that like when you have a girlfriend and then you decide to move in together. If they don't know about that. I mean, imagine the first night in your new apartment and you wake up like, yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And she's like, oh, shit, Chase, holy, is this who you are? (laughs) Only when I'm sleeping. This happened like my girlfriend's in the next room, so I think she might know. I don't know. She knows. We tell her. You're in for it, Claire, because uh, Chase is a crazy sleeper. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are we all, are we any of us in relationships? Yes, I am. Yes. Yes. Are, do you guys ever, have you had any moments where you're all single together? Because this is like a really fun time for siblings. You know, it's like if you're single, it's like fun. You get to go out and especially now, Taylor, like if you're single and you're out doing, although you don't really, it feels like you're pretty straight. I mean, like, do you like to go out? Do you like to? 
She doesn't watch reality TV. So I mean, describe straight, straight because, you know, I have an alter ego and her name is Tequila Taylor. So <laughs> that's that. Okay, good. But I'm pretty well behaved. I'm very hard on myself. You know, I have times when I allow myself to dabble in that other part of my personality. But yeah, for the most part, I'm mainly work focused, but you can't have, you know, you can't do life only with work. So I like to have some fun every once in a while, let loose. <laughs> who's the, who's the wild one of all you guys? Like who would you, who, you know, we've actually all it. been through our equal wild one phases. Logan was the first to be wild. And then I would say it was me maybe, or was it you? I think I was I the wild were, one after Logan. Yeah. It was him. And oh, then it, and then I think it was me? me. And then I think McKinley's in her wild face. I would say I'm the wildest one of all of you. I like to have the most fun. Well now, but there was a time when you weren't, but now when, since you moved I to New York, I would say. I was like 17, of course. Oh, I was a good so teenager. <laughs> Wholesome. Who's the one that's like. Who's going to South Beach? Probably McKinley. McKinley. I would say McKinley. Yeah. McKinley's the wildest right now. It says South Beach. She went to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's really smart. That's her version. That's super smart, especially single. She's like, well, oh, I'm going to move there. Aussie guys are really fun. Yeah. They're super ni- They're super nice. They're really fun. Like your odds of meeting someone cute and fun are real high. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you ever need advice about men, call my sister. <laughs> Let's like step back a little bit, Taylor. You really came on the scene. You were doing all that stuff. But I mean, the Victoria's Secret was really like sort of became if you're a Victoria's Secret girl, like that is really makes your career, you know, whether that be you or Gigi and Bella and Kendall and all the girls. Did that feel like that for you? Kind of. I mean, I, it's, it's weird because in the fashion industry, you can have like two different really successful careers. So before Victoria's Secret, I was having a really successful high fashion career, which is walking all the shows, doing like high fashion campaigns and editorials. So, but you're not doing it at a level of being well known as a personality or a person it was more like I was a successful fashion model so I walked Chanel, Miu Miu, um, Versace, uh, Fendi, all the big fashion shows and then when I turned 18 I went on a tryout for the Victoria's Secret fashion show and I had just turned 18 so I was going in there just being like, well, I'm 18 and my agent told me to do it. So I'm going to try this. And they booked me on my first audition. And when you do Victoria's Secret, it's like, it's more mass. So it's more commercial in a sense where I guess if you're maybe doing films or, you know, photography, you're more of independent films, a more niche artistic, whatever. And you're still successful. But when you do, that one big role or that one big shoot that goes everywhere. It's the same for modeling and for Victoria's Secret. So I was well known in the fashion industry already, but I became more well known outside of that to, to having fans and, you know, Instagram followers and a social media presence when I did Victoria's Secret, because yeah, like you said, the girls that 
look at that are just mega fans and it really explodes your career into something else totally completely different than just fashion modeling so that was one of a really huge like career shift i think was victoria's secret was it as exciting for the siblings as it is for like taylor or are you guys just sort of like oh whatever <laughs> really like okay it's like, now she's a victoria's secret model <laughs> it was really exciting for us, i think because we got to go to the shows which was crazy to like see the shows in person mm-hmm. and that was super fun and like when you walk in the mall and uh, all of a sudden you see your sister right there you're like whoa that's kind of crazy <laughs> like any mall in the world you would walk in and then people our fans would like send us pictures of her photos in the windows and it was cool to see i think at that point i was just like oh it's just another like oh okay that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> who are modeling fans you know when you talk about fans and you become famous i mean you know is it younger girls or is it just people who love fashion or is it just is it a whole mix of random people it's it's a bit of everybody really i mean on my instagram account i can see um analytics so i can see who the majority of my followers are. And it's young girls between the ages of like 17 and 25. Um, And also from from all over the world. I mean, my number one country is the United States, but I mean, they're all over the place. And um, yeah, they're just young girls, I think, who are interested in fashion or who go to Victoria's Secret, who buy the lingerie or the underwear or pink even. Um, And then just like, fashion fanatics really because people who are into fashion just know everything about fashion I mean I've had fans come up to me and be like I loved the outfit that you wore in Versace spring summer 15 all player couture show I'm like how do you I don't even remember that what like how do you know (laughs) and then how do you know that it's me because I'm one of 60 models walking on the runway I don't understand but they just, they're huge fans. They just follow the designers even too. And then when a model walks with their favorite designer, then they're like, oh, this is my favorite model that walked for this designer. And this look is this. And you're just, people know more about it than I even know about it. And I do it for a living. So, so, so Chase, so Chase, you know, I, I can, I can relate to this in a strange way, but I'm going to ask you, do you have to deal with dudes and your friends talking about your sister because it's something that I grew up with, with, with Kate. Now Kate's younger than I am, but you know, Kate, beautiful, obviously became famous. And even when she wasn't really, but then it's all about like, what's up with Kate and Kate this. And you know, you know, about all that whole talk that you sort of either have to put out of your head or engage in. Do you, do you get that? Yeah, I think definitely when she like blew up from Victoria's Secret, I was just finishing high school and yeah, all the guys like now wanted to be my friend. And I was like, I I was like the quiet kid. I played soccer and I skateboarded. So I had like a little niche group of friends and all the jocks are like, Hey, what's up, man? Like your sister's <laughs> like really famous now or, or something. And um, yeah, I think I kind of just blocked that out a little bit and like, it didn't really affect me so much, but I think my close friends understood it and they never really picked jokes at it or anything or never like said anything that was like offensive or, any, or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it was cool, like, growing up with, like, some famous model sister, but I didn't really see her as, like, the famous model sister. You know, just my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always saw Kate as the famous actress. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I made I made sure of it. <laughs> Oliver. She's like Oliver, no, don't you, you know who see I me am? As the famous actress. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, Chase, you're so handsome. I mean, are you modeling? I was um pursuing snowboarding, like I was trying to go professional with that. I was mm-hmm. on a team for 16 years and the opportunity came like when I was, I think, 16. One of the agents at Taylor and McKinley's agency like saw an Instagram post of me like from homecoming or something. And they sent it to the men's board at the agency. And the agents there were like, yeah, like get Chase. We want him to like come model. So I kind of had to like pick, okay, do I stop snowboarding for a little bit and try to like go into this fashion industry? Cause I was around it for a long time, just like being in LA during the summers and just seeing like how it all worked and how much money she was making. And I was like, Oh, I'm just, I might give it a shot. So my senior year of high school, I went online and then moved to New York and I did like fashion weeks and I just started to do it more and get campaigns when I was 18 and I'm still doing it now, but I'm also in school. So it's kind of a juggle between both nowadays. Mm. Yeah. I know you're probably wondering, you know, did Oliver model? career? (laughs) And that was the aunt, first thing I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I felt that. And then um, the answer is I tried. Okay. <laughs> I, I I gave it a sh- I gave it a shot. I did. I, I went to all these castings. I didn't even know. I just was trying to make money. Okay. I weighed like 130 pounds. I was skinny as shit. I, I looked gawky and weird. And I'd have to like go to these castings where they're taking Polaroids of me in like tiny little undies. And I'm like <laughs> next to these... <laughs> dudes who are just shredded and I'm like this is so <laughs> fucked there's no way I'm getting a job unless it's for some like uh, you know some like scrawny like sidekick or something like that you know I got one job I did a Levi's ad on the beach and I got paid 12 grand and I was like it's a lot that's- of money oh oh it was amazing especially then and I was like that's it I'm good you're I'm like done. Levi's I'll still do it I, I quit. still take 12 grand <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I'll take yeah, five. Seriously, I'll take five. so basically, Levi's. If you are listening, like I am a veil. Basically, <laughs> um, Levi's. But, shout uh, out. <laughs> no, but but I still have my book, and oh so my, my kids, like the other day, were going through my modeling book, or if you even call it that. It's. <laughs> I wish I had it so I could show you guys. It's so insane. I can't even begin to explain to you some of these pictures that I took. I would I would go on these weird castings where it's like, oh, it's like 1148 Sweetser. And I'm like, what is this? And it's an apartment building. Yeah. And I would walk up there and there'd be some like Japanese man with a f- camera. And yeah. then they're like, he's like, he's like, put on Danny. this, spe- he goes, he goes, put on this Speedo. This, this is, this is actually real. He goes, put on this Speedo in broken English. I'm like, is there anyone else in this apartment or is it just you in a camera? I might have been at the same apartment as you. I've, I've done that before. <laughs> have you really? No, that's that crazy. Happened. Yeah, we've been and there. And then I go into the bathroom and I'm like, do I run right now? I mean, am I getting into a bad situation? I put the Speedo on because I'm desperate. And then I come out there and he starts taking pictures of me in this tiny little Speedo. And then he's like, okay. Thanks. And I leave. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> there, my, there's probably pictures. I think, there, I think the uh, question you know. is, is do you know now what that was? Uh, yes. And I don't really want to talk wondering? about 
I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh no, Chase, are you okay? <laughs> Chase, have you had that? And where it's like, what is ha- what is what is this? Oh yeah, there's like so many castings where you go up to random apartments and like, and it's yes. just like, okay, like I'll take some photos and like, there's like a pile of clothes that you need to try on, like put these socks on, put these shoes, put this like underwear and like tank top and go behind this white so background. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, okay, no, I, I feel much better. This has been a breakthrough for me psychologically, <laughs> hearing that you have had a similar experience because I thought I was literally like the only one. <laughs> it's also um, therapeutic. This is therapy for you. It is, it is. <laughs> hey, Chase, do you like it? Do you like what you're doing? Or is it sort of like, well, you know, everyone in my family is in fashion, but between photography and modeling, you're like, I'll do it. Yeah, I think I, I like it a lot. Um, you do? I just, I went... I started to go to college um, two years ago because I kind of want to switch it up a little bit and try to juggle both because I'm not going to sit in front of a camera for the rest of my life. You know, I want to do something else. But I I enjoy it. You get to travel the world, meet a lot of people. I have so many friends like in New York that I've met. It's just like opened a lot of doors, I think. so. Mm -hmm. And Logan, when did you get into photography? Um, I would say around the same time Taylor started modeling, I would steal my parents camera and like force her to take photo shoots in the basement and then I would shoot all my friends and then I started doing like senior photos for my high school and then when we would all visit Taylor in LA I was kind of interning for this photographer and I was just like wow this is amazing I love like the creativity of it and like I would think of something in my head like a photo shoot idea and then do it and I just love the whole process and that's the reason I moved to LA was because when we started going there I was like this is great. This is like where it all happens. What's your style? Well, I learned on film. I took a film photography class in high school and that's kind of how I kind of started loving it. And then I guess my, I'm kind of still figuring out my style. I love shooting with natural light. I don't do a lot of like studio stuff, but um, I'd say like light and airy is kind of my style. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about Kate, just all their names. I mean, how Colorado is that, right? I, I grew. We we went to school, you know, for half the year in Colorado, and and, and I I knew I knew all of you guys. I knew yeah. the names. It's you know Logan McKinley Chase Taylor. I mean, those are such Colorado cool names. Totally. Yeah. Um, so if you hear like chattering behind us, it's just because we are all home, living in under one roof, yes. and can't really find rooms. Our to- kids and our mother. And one of Kate's best friends, I can't say her name because she's extremely famous, is right here. <laughs> and they don't care that we're trying to, to, to do this. So so we're just going to talk and just try to drown, you know, that, like, as if it's, like, rain noise. It is, see? Hey, guys, what do you think about Helix mattresses? They're pretty good. They're yeah, pretty good. You, you love them, right? Good. Yeah, we all have them. Yeah. Yeah. See? So Helix, Family Oliver. Family endorsement. Fe- Felix the Helix. Helix. That's what Oliver named his mattress. Um, So I got my Helix a while ago. Um, You take a quiz. You talk about how you sleep, side sleep, back sleep, if you sleep hot or cold. And it spits out the perfect bed for you. Mine was the Midnight Lux. It's extremely comfortable. I love it so, so, so much. I have great love making sessions in it. And you were matched... Yeah, the Midnight Lux. Um, I love it. My wife loves it. Our lovemaking has never been better. But you don't have to take Oliver's word for this because 
Helix was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 and 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Oh, there's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Um, so, but here's one of the things that's really important during the pandemic. Coronavirus is something that we're all, it's always in the back of our mind, in the front of our mind, mm -hmm. I should say. But a good night's sleep is really important for your immune system. And I really feel like now more than ever, what we do to keep our immune systems working strong is really important. So sleep is one of those things. And if you want to invest in your sleep, then a mattress is really- That's a great point. That's Thanks. a very good point, Thanks. Kate. It's wanna, true. Yeah, sleep out, is extremely important. Um, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash sibling. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash sibling for up to $200 off. Sakara, Oliver, I, I have done Sakara. You have now done Sakara. Mm -hmm. We can actually speak to this in a real way, which is that... If you are looking to shift your diet, to start eating healthier, to try to get on some kind of program that is ready and tailor-made for you, don't have to do anything, I would recommend Saqqara. Mm -hmm. They're plant-based. I love that they're plant-based. They incorporate wellness essentials, so it's not just the food. You also get supplements, teas. They they really create a program for you that is takes more of a- Well, they're organic, program. number one. Ready to eat, number two. Made with your powerful plant-based ingredients, number three. And they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. That's like six things. Mm -hmm. I didn't even go at number three through six. Okay, but also their menu. So they have the, the chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. They change weekly. Breakfasts? <laughs> breakfasts? Breakfasts? <laughs> chef? crafted breakfasts, um, lunches, dinners, and um, they received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, New York Times, and more. Well, they also have their best-selling metabolism super powder, which you loved because it de-bloated your I got de-bloated. I got de-bloated. Well, it, it's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Two out of the three have been combated. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash sibling. You know, I actually want to ask Taylor a question. And you can refrain from answering this if you want. But what happens when you're a Victoria's Secret girl and as a model, it's like such a fun thing to do and an exciting moment. And then there's all the controversy around it. What do you feel in that moment? How do you kind of manage that? I mean, it's interesting. It's always been so such a dream like a dream world, really, even for me, I, as a young model knew that Victoria's Secret was the end all be all what you wanted to do, where you wanted to be all the best supermodels in the world that it Giselle Bunchen, Adriana Lima, Alessandra Ambrosio, I had all these women that I looked up to. And then I started doing it. And I became an angel when I was 18 years old. And it was that was 
in itself a big deal. I got a lot of bounce back. Oh, she walked the show once and she's, she has a contract. She doesn't deserve it. Da, da, da. And, and I also got a lot of support and positivity as well. Like, wow, she's worked so hard and has done this at such a young age. But, um, you know, I grew up in it. I grew up as an 18 year old to now I'm 24 and I saw uh, the shift in just the industry and, you know, how everything was changing. And I think, um, it's strange because coming from being inside of it and being a part of it, I, I never felt controversy. I never felt, um, I never felt like I had to be anything else other than what I was. I, I've always had an active lifestyle. I was a gymnast growing up and I love exercising and working out and being healthy. And that's like my actual personal lifestyle. And so therefore I never felt any sort of pressure within Victoria's Secret to be anything other than myself. I mean, I was a kid and then I became a woman and it was you know, it was encouraged on the inside. Like they were, they were like, you look amazing and you're growing up and you're becoming a woman. And I would go from doing the teeny bopper sweatpants shoots. And then now I'm 21 and I'm shooting lingerie because I'm like, oh wow, she has curves now. Like, great. She's, we're going to work with that. So as yeah, I grew up in adult. it, yeah, I'm coming an adult. Like, and I um, think, I think Taylor, what I'm, what I mean is, is do you feel, you know, part of the controversy is that Victoria's Secret and the executives at the top were making comments that did that were a bit tone deaf. Yeah. I think people are are wise enough to understand that th that's not what you guys, you know, you guys are hired for this job and yeah. it's great and it's f a fun moment for you. But personally, when when you hear those things or you hear sort of the internal ins and outs like does that change the way you feel about working with a Victoria's Secret or do you have a different relationship to what that is? You know? I, I mean, that all that stuff is so corporate and was so above anything that I ever did. And I never saw that or heard that. And then when I was reading it, I'm like shocked because, you know, it's completely different people on photo shoots and sets and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't. I never saw any of that. And I was honestly just like, wow, I can't even believe that because my experience has been completely different. It is the opposite. And and I mean, corporate is so different than creative. Like I was on the creative side and I worked with, you know, more of the producers and all that stuff versus like all the people in the offices. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I have no idea. And it was strange because, yeah, I, I work with the brand and I'm a public figure for the brand, but my experience was so different because while I work with them, I don't, I don't work there. I don't, I'm not an employee. I have my own, I'm my own employee. You know, they hire me as my own, you yeah. know, corporation, I guess. So yeah, there's no more, there's no more uh show though, right? They've eliminated the yeah, show. so I no idea. Ugh, honest people, people ask me all the time. I'm like, I swear, I have no idea what's happening. Who knows? Like, hopefully, a show comes back. Um, I hope they bounce back and we can be more inclusive and diverse. That's something that I've always wanted. I think that's amazing. It gets a, it's a little less pressure for me if I can, you know, grow up and my body type as a 24 year old can be more accepted and you know I don't have to struggle so hard to look like a tiny 18 year old well I mean I'm still 
blessed and I know I'm thin and everything, but I'm, you know, I'm not a stick anymore. I, I was 18 and I was a stick and, and now I'm a woman and I'm fit and I'm, uh, you know, I'm changing. So what's the pressure? Wait, was there pressure? I mean, I mean, this is probably a stupid question, but I mean, I'm sure there is, <laughs> but just the pressure to sort of keep, look a certain way. Yeah. And really oh yeah. It matters. I, yeah. For me, I've felt the pressure probably most in like the last year or so. My body's changed a lot since I would, I, since I turned like 23. Um, I gain, I like lose and gain like 10 to 15 pounds, but I think that's totally normal. So, um, I actually felt it the most probably in the fashion industry, like in high fashion and runways to be a certain way and, and to look a certain way when I don't anymore. Um, and it kind of discourages me to want to continue to keep doing high fashion stuff because I, I, I don't want to, what's the word, I guess like, um, well, put that pressure. On yeah. Put that pressure on myself. I, I don't want to cause like mental trauma or, you know, I have a really healthy outlook on life and I have a very healthy relationship with food. And it's something that I'm very proud of that I've maintained throughout my career. And I would hate to to lose that. So I think having my own like morals is something that I've, I felt the pressure because I've been so strict about being like, I'm not going to do that or I'm not going to lose that weight because I know it's going to really fuck with my head if I do. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, I also pressure. think the whole community is changing now, yeah. you know, and I think it's great. And, and I think that what's interesting, Taylor, you have a really amazing fan base and it's yeah and it's youthful you can reach out to people and talk about things that actually matter to you and I guess my question would be like what is that for you what is your life beyond modeling and and beyond you know the the fashion aspect of it I always just the most pressure I ever want to put on myself is to make sure that I'm being an authentic real role model to these young girls because, you know, I was 14, 15 at one point and looked up to models in the industry. And then later to find out that a few of them looked this way because they had an eating disorder and or were unhealthy in their lifestyles is heartbreaking because it's like, oh, they look like that because of something bad. And I would never want a bad habit of mine to be put on some young girl that look up, looks up to me. So that's where my frustration comes from being in an industry like this and growing up in it is seeing how my body's changed from being a teenager to a young woman and how it hasn't been fully accepted in a lot of areas in the industry. It can be quite frustrating because if I do lose the weight, if I do go down from a size four or a size six back down to a size two, what image is that showing young girls? Do, if I, am I doing it in a healthy way? Am I doing it in a positive way? Am I doing it for a positive reason? Is my mental state being affected by doing this to myself? Those are all things that I think about and a pressure that I put on myself in choosing moves in my career that I want to take. Because I haven't walked fashion shows and haven't done fashion week for probably a year or two seasons now because I know knew mentally it's going to be way too hard for me to get there to do it. And that's not 
a message I want to send to those young girls. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about your job. It doesn't matter what my technical job is. If they're not going to accept me for being Taylor, then I can't do it because what, what's the point? Like, why? I'm not going to be happy. Why would I show millions of young girls that I'm doing something that doesn't make me happy? What's that going to make them do? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something that I always try to express to my agents, to managers, to the industry that, Hey, um, this is who I am. And you're booking me for me because of everything that I bring. I'm positive. I'm great to work with. I'm happy. I have a great connection to my fan base. And I love all of those young girls, even young boys. And I just want them to feel happy and positive and connected to their families or their families, whoever, whatever your family is to you, like you should be grounded by that. And I'm so happy and thankful every single day that I have my brother and my sisters because fuck, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do this if I didn't have Mm -hmm. them because they check me, man. They'll check me. Taylor, you're, you're an idiot. Like, shut up. You're crazy. You know, you're, you're goofy. Just be yourself. I'm like, Oh shit. You're right. Like, they know me more than anybody they all, else. Do they all check you or is there Every, one that checks yeah, you the most? All of them. <laughs> they check, they all check me equally as punch me in the face with their words sometimes. Jesus. And a couple of <laughs> times actually punching me in the face. Like, wow. <laughs> but I need it and I love it. And I, I just want everyone to like be able to have that sort of humbling like feeling in life where it's just like, I love fashion. I love my industry. I love my job so much. But on top of that, I'm a person. I'm a human being. I have a family. Mm-hmm. I have real life things and, and there are more important things. I'm not a doctor. I'm, you know, I'm not doing, you know, extra special, amazing, beautiful work that these awesome frontliners are doing, you know? So to have people to check me and be like, yeah, you're, you have a cool job, but Did you did you have anyone take you (laughs) under your wing? Like, did you have someone when you were coming up? You know, someone big to sort of say, "Here, I'm gonna show you the robes." Yeah, one of my really good friends, Bahati Prinsloo. She's one of the coolest people. Don't get it twisted, you guys. Bahati's first child was Tequila Taylor. I tell her all the time. I'm like, you have three children, and one of them is Tequila Taylor, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're right." So, but Bahati, Bahati took you under her wing. She's the coolest. I would say so. She's probably the one, one of the girls that was the most real with me from the beginning and was like, Hey, you're cool. And you're, I could tell you're sensitive and special. Like just keep that and keep going, keep doing, fuck everyone else, do what you do, be yourself. Cause that's all she ever did. I think she's one of the coolest people. She's just so unapologetic, unapologetically herself. Um, uh, McKinley, I want to talk to you for a second because you've been the most quiet. You you do model and you've done you've really done some amazing campaigns and yeah. you you work a lot. Is it challenging for you being being Taylor's younger sister? I mean, you're in the same industry and your sister made such a big splash at such a young age. What's your relationship to that? Um, I think it helps me in a lot of ways and I and I know that and I'm never like one to be like, oh, I got here on my own because I'm like, I didn't. But also I think it hurts me in a lot of ways because I've had experiences like when I turned 18, 
I tried out for the Victoria's Secret fashion show and I made the mistake of posting it on my social media and I got absolutely wrecked on the internet. They're like, that's nepotism. Like you don't deserve that. And I'm like, well, first off, that's not nepotism because we didn't come from like, like famous parents, like Taylor made it on her own. And like, I, I have every right to try out for a show. Like if I was nepotism, I would have gotten the show without trying out. So like, that's where it like hurts me a little bit is like, well, what you're saying is you like, the pressure of, yeah, like you just don't even like, you only get the stuff you get because of Taylor. And like, that is true in certain aspects, like Ralph Lauren, we all got that because of Taylor and that's a gift. Um, and a lot of clients will use me because like I am her sister and it will give them a little bit more of a push. Um, and I think that's great. Like, I don't hate that at all. Like I totally accept that. I say that to my friends like all the time, like, I don't think I'd still be modeling if it wasn't for Taylor. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, like I, I think you also have a very different look from Taylor. So I think a lot. Oh of yeah, yeah. Are, I mean, I look like her a lot, but like I think I'm a little bit more like edgy looking because I just have like sharper features. So like, um, I don't know. I think it's it can be good. It can be bad. I mean, I think you make a great point. It's about what you do with the opportunity. Yeah, you know, I mean, exactly. we, we grew up like that. I mean, our parents were famous and, you know, of course there is nepotism, but at yeah. the end of the day, once that foot goes in the door, you got to pull your entire body through, right? You're yeah, the like one you who has to door, bring it all in. Yeah, without a doubt. And trust me, like, you know, half the time people say, I know you, you're Kate Hudson's brother. I'm like, yeah, yeah I am. Do you know my real name? They're like, no. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. They don't need to know your real name. No, yeah, I've gotten called <laughs> you know? together like several it's times. It's fine, Ollie. <laughs> I think that also it's about how you feel, not how it's seen. Mm. And the reality is like people are going to say whatever they're going to say. Each and every one of you, I mean, and we're talking about modeling, we're talking about aesthetically pleasing features. I mean, you're just all incredibly beautiful. And so, you know, that's really what we're talking about here and look and model and edgy, like what, you, what you'll bring to a picture would be different than what your brother would bring and what Taylor would bring and everybody's going to have. And then, you know, Logan, you know, sitting there, you know, is like the only one not modeling. That's a whole <laughs> other conversation. Have you shot, have you shot them? I mean, have you shot any campaigns for the, for the, for the kids? <laughs> yeah. So Taylor and I work together. We shoot some Victoria's Secret stuff together. And then I've always forced McKinley to do stuff with me. Um, and I think I've, I've shot her, McKinley and I think I've shot all of you together. At yeah. One point. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You've shot the three of us. Yeah. Are, are you, is McKinley like, oh, I don't want to do it. And yes, then you're like, and Logan's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I've had to actually pay McKinley to pose. Talk to my agent first. Okay? I had to Venmo her like 50 bucks. <laughs> really? Because oh sometimes I just don't want to do it. Well, when we're stuck in the mountains, she's the only one kind of willing to do it. We're there. And I'm like, oh, I have this cool idea. Like, can you please just do this for me? I just need you for like 10 minutes. And then she'd be like, all right, it's going to cost you. I'm <laughs> That's amazing. What has been your sort of moment of like, wow, this is really cool as a model, McKinley? I think the coolest thing for me is uh, just the ability to be able to travel to all these amazing places I never thought I would go in a million years. And especially like as sad as it can be sometimes to be traveling alone, I think it has taught me so much about myself because I now know that I know I don't go to grocery stores in foreign countries. I don't <laughs> know why, 
but I refused to go to grocery stores. Like I'd rather Uber Eats and like, like harvest things like a squirrel, like chips from here and there and do that. Weird things I've learned about myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think the traveling aspect and just being by yourself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a really funny thing to learn about yourself. <laughs> so yeah. You don't go to the grocery store or just go to the grocery no, store. Something about, like, when I was in Milan, it just really turned me off. I was like, it sounds really scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ollie. I am hung. I'm so hung over. That's brutal. I know. I, I know. I know. I, I gotta stop. We you know? stopped drinking during the week. We yeah. were like, we're not drinking during the week, weekends only. So we do like Friday happy hour. McKinley, on the other hand, has three white claws a night. Sometimes <laughs> more. Five white claws a night. <laughs> right, girl. Oh my God. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt with three. That's three. Oh my God. That's five. You're correct. Um, oh yeah. No, I, I tried that. I, I was like, you know, because the first few weeks it was just drinking, drinking, and then, um, and then I was like, "All right, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I gotta take a week off. Like, I'm only gonna drink on the weekends." And it was Sunday, and then Tuesday rolls around, and I'm like, "Yeah, whoa, it was another day today, yeah. maybe uh, one." Yeah, I'm like, maybe I'll just have a glass of wine, which then turns into a bottle of wine, you know. Oh, that was Chase and I. Every night we were like, "Oh, we have to stop." And then one day he just says. So I was thinking about not drinking for during the week. And I was like, I'm in. Please, let's not. And it's so great because at least we can hold each other accountable. We're just yeah. like. And you guys have stuck to it? Yeah, we've been yeah. doing it for about two weeks. So oh, good. Yeah. I did it the first week. McKinley was. <laughs> right. No, she, hey, look. McKinley's got to have her white claws. That's yeah. just. Are you guys getting sick of each other? Oh, yeah. I feel fine. I mean, at all? No. I like you guys. We have moments. There's like a, a day, you know, you have a bad day. Yeah. What about what about like mom and dad? Are you like uh, like oh god, I love you, mom, love you, dad, but like I need I need a, some space. Yeah. It's yeah. it's time yeah. for like, normal like, lives. Back. Yeah, we're we're ready for <laughs> normalcy. I just want some personal space. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I mean, look, you love each other. There's no doubt about it. But personal space, personal that's space real. Is like some overrated. Time. Yeah. <laughs> In quarantine. Oh, <laughs> God. Who's the most antsy? Who who wants to gather the most, do you think? Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. She's yeah, like, Logan, Logan said, like, I'm not going to see you guys for three months after this. She's like, don't call me. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to see you. Maybe for a long time. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> That's against so you. <laughs> is it? Okay. It is against us, though, isn't it? <laughs> You're against us. All that. She's the oldest. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, you're because you're so much older. Old lady. <laughs> yeah. God. All She's... 13 months of you. <laughs> oh, don't so act here. You pretend like you're older than me. She's the queen. Do you guys go to each other for advice for, for projects? I go to Chase because I'm also in school. So he's done this class before me um, that I'm taking right now. And I asked for his homework. But also you asked me like, oh, I'm going on this casting. Do you know this casting director or have you worked oh, with yeah. this photographer or stuff like that? Yeah, I ask all the time about modeling stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do our speed round. Okay. Ready, guys? Ready. One okay. word to describe Taylor. Outgoing. Crazy. Weird. Quirky. Yeah. Tequila. 
twerk. That's more than one word. Neither was more than one word. What about one word to describe Logan? Bossy. Yeah, the boss. Boss. <gasps> Ooh. The boss. I'll agree on that. <laughs> one word to describe McKinley. Dark. <laughs> she's so she's so morbid. Outgoing. That's nice, Chase. Thank you. Morbidly outgoing. Let's say temper. <laughs> Morbidly outgoing. That's good. I like you don't yeah. you don't want to be at McKinley's dinner party. It's she talks about a lot of things that make me uncomfortable. Like, Ooh, okay. I want to know what. M- mainly um, murder. I talk about and I don't know. She's serial talk- killers. I t- I just bring up really like negative facts sometimes. <laughs> and Taylor's friend Jill, the moment I met her, she was like, "You should really host a dinner party." And now it's just like a joke that people say. <laughs> we just talk about really gross things sometimes, or murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I I'm with you. I, serial killers are fascinating to me. Yeah. But, you know, did they do right, so did, they, did they do Chase morbid. yet? The one word for Chase. Mm, yeah, he's very clean. Organized. Yeah, organized. Organized. Composed. Composed. It's very put together. (laughs) Okay, which sibling is the most outgoing? The most outgoing? McKinley. McKinley. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say McKinley. Which sibling is the most adventurous? Um, Say me again. I'd say me. Girl, (laughs) no. You don't go on adventures. I don't think that. McKinley doesn't leave her room. You're adventurous on a mountain. That's true. I would say it was me because I go the most places. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't well, mean you that's your work. What, what about, what about, we, we ask this sometimes, and it's actually perfect because you're, you're from Colorado. If you are in the mountains, okay, and you are lost in the mountains, who do you look to to sort of lead the way and, and get everyone to safety? Logan. Chase is like, what? I'm the mountain man. I know I know how to get everywhere in Colorado. I'm the one that is always outside when we're in the mountains. Everyone else is stuck inside reading their books. I went and asked you, bud. I'm going on hikes. I'm snowboarding every day. I'm the mountain man. Yeah, but Logan can, you- can execute a plan. <laughs> and she can get all of us to do what we need to do. She would be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we'd be like, okay. <laughs> right. She'd be like, Chase, you need to trek across the mountain. You know exactly where to go. You're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Or you can listen to me because I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid. I love that show. Me too. I'm obsessed. It's so great. Wait, who would, yeah, who would win at Naked and Afraid of this family? <laughs> That's a I good question. I would say if there were no bugs, I would win. Probably because you watched the most of it. Yeah. But if there were no bugs, then I would win. I hate spiders. I can't deal with that. I would probably tap out. In I don't the think first any of us minutes. would like win. Yeah, I think we'd all tap yeah. out. <laughs> we'd all tap. We're all we're, 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 out. I don't. I don't do that. I can't do that. Who's the most competitive sibling? Logan is very competitive. Yeah, I think Logan is. Logan has to one up everyone, even in an argument. We're not really competitive so much as we just argue, and Logan has to win at the arg. She has to make her point. Yeah, <laughs> I like it, <laughs> Logan. Okay, I love who, I love looking at Logan. You, she, even though she's only a little bit older, she just feels older. You know, she's got this sort of like, quiet mm-hmm. strength of like, yeah, okay, fuck all y'all. <laughs> oh, my siblings. <laughs> Which sibling tells a better joke? Sam McKinley. Uh, yeah, McKinley's got some funny jokes. Who calls each other more? I call y'all. You never call me. <laughs> I don't call Chase because I live with him. Yeah. I call Logan a lot. I think me and Logan probably talk the most. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll just check in because you've never called like, me. Like, hi, McKinley. How are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's mama bear. Logan. Logan. I love cooking. Mm. Who takes the longest to get ready? McKinley. Me. McKinley. Yeah, McKinley. Okay. I like the routine. So long. My morning routine is very special to me. I like to sit and do nothing for two hours. Uh, that's part of it, right? Part of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about your first celebrity crush? Um, mine was Chad Michael Murray. CM squared. I mean, um, okay. What, what about, about you, you Chase? Oh, you know what? Mine was Nate Archibald from, from Gossip Girl. I'm trying yeah. to think of Probably someone from Degrassi. I, I don't know who it was, but oh my God, he was so cute. I don't know his name, but he, I loved him. Um, I used to watch it in the basement because I thought it was like a bad show. <laughs> and my mom would yell at me. <laughs> what about you, Chase? Um, I'd probably say Megan Fox because Transformers. Oh, yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. Me too, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, Megan Everyone. Fox. Yeah. Everyone. Chase, the correct answer would have been Kate Hudson. What's wrong with uh. you? Come on. <laughs> I okay. know, dude. You're in my favorite movie. What's your favorite movie? Almost Famous. Awesome. Um, Which sibling naps the most? McKinley. Yeah, Mac. Yeah, McKinley. Yeah, I've, I've taken a more of a liking to napping these days. <laughs> I wish I could nap. <laughs> Napping sounds great. They used to make me feel really bad when I woke up. Like I felt extremely guilty when I woke up from a nap. And now I'm just like, oh, that's better. <laughs> 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 that's better. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, which sibling's the most responsible? Logan. 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 Who's better at Scrabble board games? I do play Scrabble a lot, actually. I do you? Never played Scrabble, actually. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Uh, Best game. Who's better at karaoke? All of us, I think. None of us are good at karaoke. No one's good at it, but we enjoy it. <laughs> when the crime comes on, me and Taylor find ourselves. Yes. We yeah. become... No one's a good singer. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. But we, we commit. I mean, McKinley and I just shred on Miley Cyrus. It's the climb. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so good and we're just so good at being so bad at singing it and that just <laughs> makes it so much better it's the commitment really <laughs> i love that song um who would make your sibling the most tongue-tied you know is there anyone you guys would meet or you're like holy shit you know well um mckinley and i were together when we met jennifer aniston and i had a meltdown and mckinley had to go up to her to introduce us. Oh, I had to. There was no way I was going to let her walk away without me saying hello. I couldn't like form words. I couldn't, I don't know what happened to me because I've met so many people, but something about her, I couldn't function. She was so nice. And I met her actually again at the Oscar night and she remembered me and she asked about McKinley. And I was like, you're amazing. I can't believe you remember meeting us. Wasn't that when we were all in the yeah. uh, outside of the photo booth area? Yeah, it, that was exactly it. And she like came out and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say hi. And she was like, you're Taylor, right? I was like, what? Get out of here. You don't remember me. And she was like, you were with that your was sister. That was a night. Okay, who gives the best advice? Logan gives good advice. What about pet peeves? You guys have any pet peeves? Loud chewing. Can't. Too many questions. <laughs> Can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, that actually used to be my answer for a lot of. Slow walkers. Slow, slow walkers. walkers. That's the worst. 
Um, Chase chewing his ice. Uh, that doesn't bother me. Ice, ice crunching. crunching. I'm an Ugh. ice cruncher. I've always been. I, I'll, I will never stop. I hate. I can't. Sometimes I'll get a cup of ice <sighs> just to I crunch just, it. Oh Don't. yeah, just crunch away. Mouth noises. Um. Oh, who are who are the morning people and who are the night people? Morning person. McKinley's night person. the night owl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a morning person, and McKinley and Taylor are probably the night people. Uh, Logan, you're kind of like a in between. Could be whatever you want to be. I like. The, I like. I'm more of a morning person, I guess. Yeah, I'm in bed by ten. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine. <laughs> oh man, I'm a night owl, big time. I love my sleep. I'm in bed. I do the most at two a.m. <laughs> really? I do everything at two o'clock in the morning. I organize my closet, clean my bathroom. I do everything. Do my laundry, fold laundry. I love. 2 a.m. It's a good time for me. Mm. I do everything I can to avoid things in the morning. I schedule all of my appointments after 11 a.m. Like, I don't like to be awake and functioning before noon. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Except yeah. for when I have to work, which that's probably why. Because I work such intense hours that when I'm not working, I'm like, I, I just, no, please. I want to avoid any type of normal nine to five schedule. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> So if you could have like a fictional character that's like your ideal boyfriend or girlfriend, what would that fictional character be? Oh my God. You mean like, like, like Ross on Friends or something? Yeah, like exactly. Well, I, I was going with Batman and <laughs> the Ross on Friends. Was it, wasn't really my first choice. The guy in the notebook, um, what's his name? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Like the actor. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. That's yeah. Who would I? Ryan Gosling Noah. in the notebook. In the notebook. Noah from the notebook. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Noah sure. from the notebook. Here. That's Anything. a good one. Dirty Dancing, Patrick Swayze. That's a good That's one. What good a hottie. Okay, uh, Chase. I don't know. Oh, I know who you would. You would do uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Karen Knightley. That's uh, every young man's yeah, dream. Swan. Taylor, what was yours again? I mean, I I second McKinley's point there on Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. It's just so good. But I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Brad Pitt. Any anything that Brad Pitt ever did. Yeah. Never runs Brad through Pitt. it. You know, what? I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna it. choose Brad Pitt too. My favorite Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt Fight Club. Yes. Yeah. Because there's just something so like cool about the shirts, the Hawaiian shirts, and he's just so. I don't know. He's smart. Yeah. Not but Brad Pitt in True Romance, like high oh on the God. I, that's, I love that Brad Pitt. I love all the pits. All the <laughs> all, Brad Pitt. All of them. Every single one. <laughs> what about a talent that you guys wish you had that you don't? It'd be nice to be able to sing. I wish I had shiny. I don't really have a lot of like, show talents. I wish I could dance. I wish I could dance. I wish I could sing. I wish I had a musical like instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say playing an instrument would be pretty cool. I, wish I was good at painting. You could do that. Drawing. That's it. You can you do can all these things, though. I'm good at them. <laughs> you know what? I wish I could do math. I can't do math, and it would be fun. Here we go. It would be really? fun to be math. able to just like be good at math and be like, you know what? I know this. I don't. Um, okay. All now right. let's. Our last question. What would you? take now just go for the sibling next to you and then we'll figure it out later but if you could take something from them for your own to have a trait a quality that you wish that you had what would that be and on the flip side of it 
is event if you could take something away from your sibling, some sort of a, a stressor or or some sort of um, well, something you would want to alleviate from yeah, exactly. your sibling that would kind of help them in their life, you know, or yeah. kind of help to grow or make their life easier. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus. I've only asked this question 700 times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would take McKinley's outgoingness. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And then I would take away her insecurities about oh. her face. And her oh. hair dysmorphia. Yeah, okay. okay, yes. I have body dysmorphia. You have hair dysmorphia. <laughs> what about you, McKinley? Um, with Logan. I think with Logan, I would take her, your, I feel like the right word is like independence of like, mm. yeah. Her, her her adultness. I feel like, mm-hmm. If you get that, get that, no, I do. I got that. Yeah, you got that. Because like that. she adults very well, and I'm still learning. Even though I'm not that much young, like <laughs> she's not that much older than me, but she's way off. Like she's popping off. Wait, yeah, doing a good job. I uh, take away from you is probably your stress. Because I feel like you're stressed a lot. But even if I took that away from you, I probably couldn't handle it myself. I would still want you not to have it. <laughs> you wouldn't want to take it. And maybe your anxiety so I do feel like you have that too mm-hmm. about your future because she's a Capricorn. So she's a hustler. But what comes with a hustler is worrying and stuff. So, yeah. All right. Good. Yes. Taylor Chase. Taylor right. Chase. Chase Taylor. I would take for, uh, I would take your people skills like she's, she can talk to anyone in any situation and I would definitely take that because I'm not good at it and I, I definitely need that sometimes. I crush it at small talk. Yeah. I'm so good at it. I don't know why, but I can make anyone yeah, feel let comfortable. Talk. Huh? <laughs> let him talk. I it. No, no, that's what but I was going to say. that's what he's saying. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You can, you're, you're able to have a such a fast and easy conversation with anyone you encounter. And then um, I'd take away the public eye sometimes. I'd allow you to be able to walk in New York and not get stared at or get stopped. And, oh, that's or nice. like, just like to have a nice weekend where no, no one's going to bother you. Oh, I Aww. love Chase. <laughs> that's my boy. Hey, if you need an older brother, I, I, I can teach you a couple things. <laughs> yeah, I need one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I would take a trait from you that, um, let's see, what would it be? Mm, probably your organization skills. You're really good at being organized all the time. And I go through phases where I can procrastinate and things get really messy and then I can't take it anymore. And then I organize it, but you're always organized and you're always so you have like everything planned out and you know when you're doing school and you always have your homework done. I wish I was like that. And then something I would, a burden I would take from you or a stress would probably be pressure. I think you put a lot of pressure on yourself. I feel like you will always strive to be really good or feel like you're doing the most and overachieving, which is great. But also I feel like it puts a lot of, 
you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. And I would yeah. want to alleviate some of your personal pressure that you put on yourself. Mm. I feel that. Love it. Oh. Love well, it. This was fun. And I, I loved having multiple siblings. It yeah, it's like, awesome. It's so great. <laughs> Awesome. I wish you guys the best rest of this time and yeah. with your family. You guys are amazing. You guys are a great, a great family. Aww, great thank you so much. Thank Super you close. Go Broncos. Woo! Go Broncos. Yes. That's right. Go Broncos. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you oh, so, much. so much fun. Thank you so much for talking to us. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson, Oliver Hudson, and Sim Sarna. Supervising producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.